to anyone out there who wants to go fast. Good morning. Welcome to the HTSAI podcast for Monday, December 14th. Tomorrow or tonight, depending on where you live, begin <clears throat> begins the uh, 2021 Season 1 of iRacing. And probably I'll just talk about the uh, elephant in the room there, which is uh, Coca-Cola Super Speedway. Yes, it's got a different name, but we will never, ever call that. We'll never call it the iRacing Super Speedway. That's not his name. That's not what it's going to be called. At least not here. Hopefully someday they'll get it squared away and make it the right name and everything else. But until then, I'm going to call it Coca-Cola. Because that's the way it is. So anyway, uh, a lot of seasons ended this past week. We had the end of the uh, Split Decision Short Track Series. We had the end of the uh, Split Decisions Triple Threat Series. And we had the end of the BRR Series last night at uh, Richmond. Uh, unfortunately, didn't make that due to technical difficulties. And uh, AJ Godsey pulled off the championship there. So that was uh, it was quite a quite a week. Uh, some series like the Fast and Fun uh, Green Mountain Grills Truck Series is still going this coming Thursday. That'll be on PTM Racing TV's YouTube channel, and we'll have the finale uh, for the Outcast Racing League's um, SR8 Radical SR8 series this Wednesday at Dover and Talladega. So that'll also be uh, quite a quite a show to watch. Um, a lot of new content dropped last week. Uh, you got uh, Cedar Lake, uh, dirt track. You got uh, Long Beach finally, and that track is awesome. And of course, Coca-Cola Super Speedway is more epic than it was back in 2002 when it first released. It's smoother, it's faster, and these cars are faster, and it's just a blast. Um, I can't wait to actually get an 87 race in there. Um, they are a little bit harder to drive. Not a mixed class. Just straight up 87 cars would be awesome. Um, I think that's one track that is not the best for multi-class. But anyway, it uh, had some great races there this week. Um, thought I was in for a good finish last night until I got wrecked out going in a, up in 10th. But when you can start 50th and, and get all the way up to 10th in just a few laps, you know, it's you're having fun. Managed to avoid some insane wrecks. That was uh, <laughs> that was just cool. So, oh, we also got the new big blocks, and we got the, uh, which I'm still struggling to learn, got the uh, new Lamborghini Huracan uh, GT3 car. That thing is pretty cool. Um feels a little heavier to me than the Corvette we got. Um, so, I don't know. It's going to take some getting used to. I think the when you're running a high downforce setup on it, it feels pretty good. It feels wider. It feels planted. Um, but it just feels heavier. I guess that's part of being wider and planted. So, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. I posted the uh, list the other day of stuff that I'm planning on running this season. So, you can go and take a look at what videos to kind of expect in the coming uh, months. Uh, on Asphalt Oval be ARCA, the SK mods, the super late models, and the trucks. Um, 
road, I'm definitely going to be focusing a lot on that. Uh, the Ferrari GT3 and the IMSA series mainly um, to learn tracks and get practice. And the IMSA will be practicing in the Corvette for the 24 hours. Dirt Oval will be doing the 305s and starting on the 360s. And, of course, we'll be doing some Dirt Road Rallycross with um, Jared Heasley and some Pro 4s. So hopefully that uh, will be some fun stuff to watch. We'll throw some other stuff in there as well. We'll have the NASCAR Legends in there. Um, things of that nature. So hopefully uh, hopefully it'll be a better season. I'm already feeling a little bit better about the way the cars handle the new tire model and things of that nature. So yeah, hopefully uh, it does great. So we'll go through the schedule. We do have a special interview with... Um, Harley Barletta after we finish the schedule, so that's something to look forward to. Definitely an entertaining interview. Alright, so let's take a look at the schedule. The late models this week are at Myrtle Beach, starting the season off there. Arca starting off at Atlanta. That'll be fun. Atlanta's so abrasive, and let's see how long of a race is that. Yeah. 35 laps at Atlanta, so you really don't need tire changes. You just need to manage the tires. Uh, SK Mods are at Thompson. Uh, C-Class Street Stocks are at Southern National. The Whalen Mods are at Lanier. The Super Late Models will be at the Bullring. God, why do we have to start there? Erg. I'll be running the opens on that again, by the way. The uh, trucks are at Legacy Michigan for some odd reason. I don't know why we're not using the current version, but will be running the open setup there as well. Uh, NASCAR Legends are at Darlington. Sweet. That will be a tire-saving race. Let's see. Those tend to be a little longer, so 50 laps. You'll have to make a pit stop. I mean, you could go the distance on the tires, but oh my gosh. Uh, the IndyCar Dollar IR18 is at Vegas. And I have not seen where the new Dollar shakes out. That thing is definitely fast. The new IR01. Um, the Xfinities are at Five Flags. Yeah, that's kind of fun. The uh, Silver Crowns are at Twin Ring Motegi. I'm not sure if I have that car, but I have not got to do any races at Motegi yet. Uh, the Sprint Car Cup is at South Boston. Those little things can be entertaining, to say the least. Uh, cup Cars are at Atlanta. So that'll be interesting. That's going to be 100 laps, and you will need tires there. So then we move on to road, and we still have quite a few road series. Like last season, they implemented several more, and now we've got quite a bit that kept all the old other ones and no real additions, but some obvious car additions out there. Uh, the Sim Lab Production Challenge is at Sabuka. The USF 2000s are at Lime Rock. 
BMW 12.0, the GT4 is at the Glen. It is at the Glen on the Cup course. Weird. Okay. Uh, the Audi Touring Car Series is at, uh, looks like it's going to be at Long Beach because it's showing Centripetal, which usually means new track, so. Uh, Ferrari GT3 is at Oran Park. <sighs> I struggle there, but I will run it. Uh, Skippies are at Alton. The Formula Renault 2.0s are at Road America. Fun track. GT3 roof cars are at Watkins Glen, the cup version. No boot. Weird. Um, the Spec Racer Fords are at Oran Park. Fanatec Global Challenge is at Lime Rock. The IMSA Pilot is at Spa. Yep. Um, the Radical SR8s are at the Phillip Island Circuit. Hmm. The uh, Camel GTs are at the Le Mans track. Yep. The Advanced Mazda MX-5 series is at Spa as well. Um, the F3 Championship, which is Apex Racing Academy now, um, Apex Racing Academy F3 Championship, is at Laguna Seca. Indy Pro 2000 is at Long Beach. Supercars are at Mount Panorama. Eww. I'm just not a fan of that track. I am by if I'm by myself, it's a fun track. If I'm with other cars, it's really not. <laughs> the uh, Porsche Cup is at uh, looks like Monza. Or, sorry, Imola. Autodromo International Enzo e Dino Ferrari. So, Imola. Um, the Huskveld is sponsoring the GT Challenge at Nürburgring combined. Four laps. Huh. Now that my road course class is going up, I might have to give that one a whirl. Uh, the Grand Prix Legends, the Lotus 49 is at Monza, combined. The VRS GT Endurance Series is at Spa. Uh, the Dallara Formula IR is at Suzuka. And that says it's the McLaren, but I have a feeling that it's actually the um, IR01. And I am looking at the printed schedule they put out last week. I'll have more information next week. I'll update all this. It's been quite a week. Um, the, the Verizon IndyCar Series and the Delora IR18, the older one, is at Road America. The IMSA Sports Car Challenge, that's the one I'll be running, is running at Watkins Glen International with the boot. So that'll be some good practice in the Corvette. VRS GT Sprint Series is at Spa. I'm struggling to turn pages today, apparently. Um, the GTE Endurance Series is at Sebring. And, yeah, that's 
starts tomorrow. Their schedule is always a little wonky. So it'll be at Sebring for two weeks. Uh, the Classic Lotus Grand Prix, the 79 car, Lotus 79, is at Silverstone Historical Grand Prix. I actually tested one of these on Graham's recommendation the other day. And, and they're actually a lot of fun to drive. It's one of the few open wheels I like. So I might throw a few races in here and there when I have the opportunity. Uh, the Formula 3.5 Renaults are at Suzuka. The Le Mans Series is at Sebring. The iRacing Endurance uh, Le Mans Series is at Imola. The iRacing Grand Prix Series is at Barcelona, Catalonia. And that covers the road stuff for this week, so... Get out of the rookie class stuff, and the 305s are at Lima Land, and as we've seen in the past, I'm terrible at Lima Land, so that'll be a terrible race. <laughs> the uh, dirt late models are at Lima Land. The 358 uh, mods, I believe it's a new big block. Even though it says Dirt Ump, uh, it's, I believe it's a new big block, is also at Lima Land. The 360s are at, guess what? Lima Land. The 360 non winged is at Kokomo. Um, the Dirt Street Stock C Class is at Weed Sport. The uh, World of Outlaws Late Models, the Super Dirt Late Model, is at Charlotte. The dirt track at Charlotte love that track. It's one of the few dirt tracks I really enjoy and I'm a little more confident there. Uh, the dirt midgets are at the Chili Bowl. The dirt late model pros are at Volusa. Then we get to the big block mods are at Charlotte. The um, dirt ump mods uh, Sessentripetal, so that's got to be Cedar uh, Cedar Lake. The 410s are at Weed Sport. The um, USAC 410 non-winged are at Lima Land. And the World of Outlaws late model, the Dirt late models are at Weed Sport. Moving on to The D-Class, the Dirt Road Stuffs, the fun stuffs. So this coming week will be at Sonoma. Hopefully that goes better than it did the other night when, when the BRR guys went out to play. <laughs> but even still. And Pro 4s are at the full version of uh, Crandon. Now... That pretty much. Uh, the C-Class, the Pro 2s are at Wild Wild West. I won't sing, I promise. And that covers everything on the schedule. Now here's an interesting fact. Usually I don't run on Monday nights. Usually I'm calling the Split Decision Short Track League, but that finished last week. And I also have a Dusquish that has to go to her Jiu-Jitsu class, but due to the weather, her Jiu-Jitsu class has been canceled tonight. 
which means Doug has free time. So, probably get some stuff started this evening. I'm going to try and get one more race in at Coca-Cola today, um, and I might try and get another race in at Long Beach if the Ferraris or something is there. We will see. But So we might see some races out there tonight, and there's going to be a lot of announcements. I'll share the BRR schedule, the split decision schedule, the uh, Outlaw Independent League schedules, and everything else. In fact, I'll post the Outlaw Independent League schedule at some point today, because they do have like 13, 14 series. They do have some rookie series, too, which uh, you'll get to see the squish running in some of those as time goes on. Um we'll see what they've got and where she can fit but she's getting um, better every time and you even saw a picture the other day of her teaching her 20 year old sister how to drive so <laughs> I found that just so comical anyway so that is the schedule that is the plan that is the upcoming week uh, we'll like I said will be followed immediately by the interview with Harley Barletta and Despite the fact that he does not completely and utterly despise Jar Jar Binks, he's still a good guy. That that whole being okay with Jar Jar thing is just weird. Um, so, yeah. That is it for today. We'll have that interview here in just a moment. And then you guys have a wonderful week. And we will have more to come. All right, this week we are interviewing Mr. Harley Barletta, just for fun. And since we have the new season coming up, uh, starting on Tuesday, the most important question and the real big elephant in the room, Harley, is what is your deal with Jar Jar? Uh, to be honest, I don't really like Jar Jar. I mean, I don't dislike Jar Jar. I'm an R2 guy, but Jar Jar is just funny to mess with people. Yes, yes, this is true, and Jar Jar should probably suffer a horrible, painful death, but that's all nice. No, 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 he's still okay. He's still, you know, he attracted a younger audience, so you got to give him that. Come on. Well, I mean, you know, there were parents, and that was their job to attract another audience. Jar Jar was... <laughs> I still have nightmares. <laughs> is that younger audience in, you know, 99, 2000, so... That's true. All right, so you race in the BRR League, you race in the Split Decisions League. Are you in any other leagues currently? Uh, not right now, but I'm trying to get into Fast and Fun Cup Series, but I've kind of been just missing out on their practice races because they just randomly have them either like Saturday or Sunday, and I don't really look at the Discord in time to get it. Yeah, and I don't get into Discord often enough, so I miss out on some of their stuff too. But, yeah, they are a great bunch of guys. I call for the races on thursday and a lot of those guys are in the uh, tuesday league as well and they've got some really big names in there yeah, i heard a lot of good things about the people that are in there people in there are really fast and really clean for the most part i'd love to get in there with them yep they uh, and they they're hilarious too uh if you get in a practice session with them or if you're getting in their discord chat which i with their truck series guys and a lot of those guys are running the cup and when get into their discords it the conversations are hilarious and they are extremely laid back and a lot of fun to hang with until they get on track and then even then if you listen into their radio chatter 
they're still quite funny. <laughs> That's awesome. So you are a dominant force in the cup car. Is that your favorite or do you have another one? Uh, technically that is my favorite. I mean, I had a dream to go road to pro and try to get into the Coca-Cola series, but it's not really working out. So I'm just probably going to stick with leagues and have fun with that. Well, the road to pro will restart. I forgot to look to see when I think it will restart about the Daytona 500 time. So you've got time still. Yeah, sadly, I just literally don't have my own time to be able to do it. That is a downfall. Road to Pro takes a lot of time. And apparently, and I, heard, I just heard this recently, but uh, a lot of these Road to Pro guys have a full like four-person team, like a crew chief, a spotter, and something else. I don't remember what else. But they, they'll literally have a four-person team or three-person team supporting them while they are racing. So that, that can be a struggle, too. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple people who wanted to spot and crew chief for me, but it never really panned out for them with their work schedules and my work schedules and when races were and all that. Yeah, that can uh, definitely be a little bit difficult. Do you have a favorite track? Uh, right now, it seems I'm really good at Kansas. I mean, I do I do favor Homestead a lot because I ran my first race there with BRR, and I pretty much led the majority of the race and then just got beat by tires. <laughs> yeah, beat by a late race caution, as I recall, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that is a great track. Have you, let's see, you drove it uh, Friday night, so did you feel that it was substantially different or... Uh, uh, from, from the practice we had on Wednesday, it was absolutely completely different. There was banking on the bottom, which wasn't there on Wednesday night, and there was a lot more grip down there. I think me and Ryan Johnson ran the bottom off three and four most of the race. Did you struggle with it uh, being loose coming off the bottom on three and four? Never off, just in the center on cold tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was... Uh... That was definitely something we worked with in practice. I know that uh, myself and I saw at least a couple other vehicles that uh, had unintentional pit road entry would be the way to put that. So what other uh, series did you run last season? Um, I ran a little bit of ARCA, just like hit or miss, just like jump in a random one every now and then, but never really amounted to anything. Just ended up either wrecking out or blinking out for some reason, having random internet issues. Did you run anything like uh, a full series of anything last season or? No, nah, no full series. Not yet. At least I might try this season to try and get a, probably an Xfinity B class fix. Probably. Um, that was my next question. If you're going to run any series. So have you tried a lot of other cars other than the cup and Xfinity or has it just kind of been those two? It's mainly been those two. I've run trucks. I've run Arca. Um, yeah, that's really it. I tried to get into the rookie road class and that just wasn't working out. That Mazda is terrible. <laughs> the Mazda is not bad to drive, but the noise it makes is so annoying. I think, I, the people that get to C-Class Road that run the MX-5, I have to ask why. Uh, do they have their sound turned off? or I don't know. But the, the Yeah, the rookie class on that is kind of a nightmare. I got 
lucky enough to, I think the weekend I decided to get out of, to get out of the rookie road class, it was at Laguna Seca. So I just knocked off like four races back to back. Laguna Seca would be fun. I haven't run there yet. I'd love to though. It is a blast. I've read, I'm trying to think I've ran, driven it in a Ferrari, uh, Corvette, MX five, Skippy. And I think I did a roof cup race in it too. And the only car I've not enjoyed driving around that track has been, um, the Audi, the D class Audi car. And that thing is a, somebody described it as a lead sled recently. And that's probably the most appropriate <laughs> comment about it. That sounds about right. I could see it being a brick. Yeah. That's pretty much how it feels. Uh, so Split Decisions has four new... Wait a minute. Let me do the math. Yeah, it has four total series coming up. The Super Speedway Short Track, uh, Road Course, and then the regular Friday Night Deal. So which ones of those are you planning on running? I'm definitely going to run the Friday night one. The super speedway one is very intriguing, but it all depends on if I get into fast and fun cup or not. If I do that, then I'll probably just run Friday night for split decisions. If I don't, I'll try to get into this, into that one. Well, I think that one's going to run on Monday night. So you wouldn't have a day conflict, but I would imagine that uh, to run with those fast and fun guys, I can tell you there's a couple of those guys that put in, uh, I know of one driver that puts in at least 200 laps of practice a week. Well, good. I'll do my best to beat him if I get in there. Cause that'll be fun. <laughs> I would like to see that. Cause he's usually one up front. So it would be interesting to see now that you have the added benefit of if you've never raced at a track before, you're just pretty much automatically going to win there. So it's a good it's a good point. I mean, they ran USA last week and I had planned on being in the practice race, but then I just decided it was better to not go and I ran BRR instead, which was a fun race and I ended up winning that race. So I think overall that was probably better choice. <laughs> Have you been running the uh Thursday night BRR series, the uh different changing mess every week? No, I was tried to join last week, but I was about 13 laps short of getting in. Uh, yeah, see, I unfortunately, I'd love to run that series because I got some interesting combinations, but uh, conflict that night. So, What's been your uh, favorite part of iRacing so far? To be honest, the people I've met in Split Decisions and BRR, Everyone is just completely wonderful with the exception of a couple people, but you know, it, that's how it goes. You're going to get that. It's racing. Hey, I'm right here. I'm not <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> um, okay. Now what has been your least favorite part? Anything to do with road or flat short tracks. Okay. So I'm not the only one that hates flat tracks. Good. Yeah, if there's no banking, I literally can't figure it out. I don't know what it is. There used to be a trick to it, but it only works with open setups. And I tried it a while back, and it, uh, because of the restrictions on setups, you can't do it anymore. But back in the NASCAR Racing 2003 day, you would reverse the setup. So if, you know, the right side normally is, sits a little higher and, on a bank track and... Uh, more tire pressure, things like that. 
and you would take whatever that base setup was and reverse it exactly so that the left side sat higher. I don't know how it works. Somebody explained it to me once and the guy that taught me how to do it. And uh, yeah, it, you can't do it anymore. It used to work great, but because of the setup restrictions, you can't pull that trick off anymore. And kind of sad. I think it's kind of good. Levels of playing field. For those but, who don't know about it. Yeah. I mean, if you were, if you're in an open setup session, then it's, um, then it's fair game to try anything that's within the rules. It's just, NASCAR allowed it way back when, so I would imagine it's a NASCAR restriction at this point. That was back when they had the Twisted Sisters and they're yawning out the rear ends and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Those are some cool cars. You could watch those things come down the straightaway and it looked like they were like the back end was a foot. They were completely sideways, man. Completely sideways. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Especially the one that the Jeff Gordon's team did at uh, the all-star race in like 99. Don't talk about the T-Rex car that they yeah. also tried to bring back somewhere else. And NASCAR was like, you don't run that car. <laughs> yeah. Actually, NASCAR actually had to go right because the car was within the rules and within every spec rule. And that was uh, I, the, uh, I watched or I listened to Ray Evernham interview where he's talking about it. He said, they sat the whole team down and said, any crazy idea you've had that fits within the rules, let's put it in a car and see what happens. And they did. And that's the T-Rex. And then after the race, they passed inspection again. And then, um, then the next day NASCAR went to the shop and literally said, you guys will never run that car again. We were, we're going to write, we're going to inspect it again and write rules to prevent you from running this car again. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Too. That was so much fun to watch. So have you tried out the new, and I'm not going to call it what it is or what they named it, but have you tried out the new Coca-Cola super speedway yet? I have not. I don't even have it yet. I planned on getting it today, and then other things arose with paint schemes that I wanted to play with, so I did that instead. <laughs> well, you're definitely going to need to get it for some of the uh, upcoming. I know BRR is running it. I know SDR is running it. I think both are talking about making it a special event, which saddens me, but kind of after last night, I wonder if maybe that's not the best idea to, to run it as a special event. Um, I don't know. I, I would like it as a season opener. I think that'd be awesome. Or even like split decisions as having the Talladega as the cutoff line before the playoffs or in, in the playoffs, whatever it is, they should do something like that. I think that'd be fun. I wholeheartedly agree. I think last night went really well in the open races. When you go into the open sessions, it was really, really, um, really chaotic because of the way the race starts. And a lot of times you end up, uh, like I started dead last intentionally in a couple of races and ended up when the leaders were coming out of four and getting the green flag, I was still halfway down the back straightaway because of the way everybody comes onto the track. It was colossally stupid, but it actually, a couple of times it worked out once it didn't. 
a couple of different times it worked out and I ended up getting a top 10 finish or top 15 out of 52 cars just because I avoided mayhem. That sounds fun, actually. I like mayhem. Sometimes I'll run Carb Cup just for the mayhem, start in the back and have everybody wreck around me and just cruise on up to the front. So do you, I, I know there's a lot of people, there's no on the fence with Carb Cup. There is either, uh, you either run it or you have never run it. And myself and a few other people have I've talked to have never run it because every time you hear it described, it sounds like it's just demolition derby. So do you run it frequently? Uh, that's my go-to if I don't have anything else lined up or ready for me to go. I, I'll go run that wherever they're at. And it, it's, I'd say it's like 70, 30, 70% is good actually, which is surprising. And the 30 is like just a wreck fest. Well, I keep saying I'm going to have to try it. I might actually give it a whirl today. We'll have to see where they're at. I know they were going to be at Coca-Cola a couple times. And uh, Carb Cup's always in the trucks, isn't it? Uh, no, it's Cup. Oh, is it? No, that makes sense. Carb Cup. I thought there was they ran uh, alternated or just ran trucks. but No, there's a, there's a pickup cup as well that does the uh, legacy trucks. Oh, that's right. Okay. Is also very fun, except for the Legacy Pocono, because that track is just terrible. Yeah, I was never a fan of Pocono, uh, but I've ran, I think, like two races there that went really well. Ironically, in the Xfinity car, um, but I'm still not a huge fan. But I'm getting to where I at least tolerate it more. I like it a lot. The newer track, at least, if like I didn't make a whole bunch of mistakes in the split decisions race making it four wide on every restart, it probably would have been a good race. Sorry about that, guys. So it was you. <laughs> I only did four wide twice, and I accounted for both of those. And actually, not too many people got wrecked out of those. It was just like spinning and cautions. Uh, somebody went four. Well, we were four wide going into one on the start, and I saw somebody coming to make it five wide and I tried to drop lower and made the mistake of grabbing some apron. And I think, uh, I ended up causing the first caution because I was trying to get out of the way of people being morons. That's okay. Cause I caused the second caution coming off of one Doing pretty much the same thing. Just on the top, made it four wide, almost five wide. And just like got hit. It can get crazy. If you're not patient, I've found, uh, I've found it, Especially when I'm running ARCA or trucks, uh, I find that starting in the back and being patient has paid off numerous times. I started dead last my first win, um, and that was in a truck at Iowa. Yeah. So yes, yes. When I got back to iRacing this year, after having like a t or eight year hiatus from 2012 to now, my first race was a Carb Cup race at uh, Charlotte. I was like, I'm not going to qualify. I'm just going to practice. I went in, started dead last. Everybody wrecked, and I ran second because I don't know. I saved tires, and the person in front of me, I don't know how, but I made up 12 seconds on them in like 15 laps. Wow. Although having raced with you, that doesn't really surprise me. Usually the first two laps, you're two or three laps, you're hanging around. And uh, then all of a sudden you crank it up after a few laps and the tires are warm and you're gone. 
Yeah, you just got to wait on it sometimes. I mean, restarts are big. Like, you want to go, but you, ha- you can only go so far until you start burning them off. So what is your number one piece of advice for up-and-coming iRacing folks? Hmm. Let me think on that for a second. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Don't door people unintentionally or intentionally. <laughs> That's a big one. I guess pretty much just, I don't know, get to know the people you're around. I mean, if you're running official races or non-official races, you're probably not going to. But if you're running leagues, you get to know the people after a while, and you'll find out where their breaking zones are at certain tracks, and you want to you know, keep an eye out for that. That way you don't run over somebody or dive bomb them or they do the same to you. Now, one thing, I, one thing, everybody always has a local track or some piece of content that they want to see come to iRacing next, you know, in the next season or two seasons or whatever. So do you have a particular track you want to see? Uh, is Oswego on here? I don't know if it is or not, but if it's not, I want Oswego on here. How do you spell that? O-S- uh, O-S-W, so I don't, I actually don't know. I'd have to look it up. I do not believe, is it in Kansas? Uh, No, we have one here in New York. Oh, okay, I see. Albany, New York. Okay. And Nope, that one is not at uh, NI Racing yet, but that would be... I definitely like to have that one here. I mean, I've only been there once, but... It was it was one of the best times I've had. It actually looks like a uh, pulling up the stats on it. it. Looks like a pretty decent track. I mean, it's decently sized. And they've run quite a few races there, different classes and things like that. See, so five eighths of a mile. And it looks like it's kind of kind of flat, but it runs dirt and asphalt, and they run Arca there. Yep, I mean, I wouldn't probably run there myself. I might do a couple, but I just would like to see it on here. It'd be pretty cool to have something other than Watkins Glen from New York. This is true. So... Uh, last thing, since you live in New York, uh, obviously your state is looking at potentially getting locked down all over again. Uh, now you you work for crazy dog t-shirts, correct? That would be correct. So will you still be able to work? And if not, will you be getting more racing in? It all depends. We are a manufacturer right now, so we would be like the last to shut down, and we'd also be the first to come back, so I'm not too sure on that. Nobody has said anything, so I'm assuming we're just going to stay open at least through the holiday season. That's a plus. I know you mentioned it uh, is an extremely busy time of year for you guys right now with uh, the cool T-shirts you guys have and everything. Yeah, I mean, if I wasn't printing 2,500 shirts a day, I don't know what I'd be doing. (laughs) And you guys do make masks, so that might be the saving grace when it comes down to it. 
yeah, we might stay open just because of that. Well, that would be awesome. That way you can buy more content. This, Although, I really wish you'd spend more time practicing new tracks before you top 10 a race and give the rest of us a chance. <laughs> if I practice more tracks, I'm pretty sure you guys would have less of a chance. Uh, so, Richmond tonight. You've ran Rich in Richmond before in a cup car. I do not remember where you finished, but I remember it being up towards the front. Yeah, I think it was sixth. It was split decisions. Uh, one of the playoff races. It. I don't know what it is, but I couldn't figure it out there. I was actually just running a couple of test laps with a new paint scheme just to see how the new uh, the new update was, and it feels almost the same. It's just a little less grip in the front, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. That less grip might actually pay off in one and two. When at least coming out of two, you may not get quite as loose. No, the rear the rear still has no grip on acceleration at all. <laughs> That'll definitely uh, make for some interesting racing tonight. I can't wait. I'm excited. I actually didn't plan on running it because I thought it was last week, but I guess last week was the fun race, which I raced. So I'm a week behind myself, I guess, or in front of. I don't really know. Well, for tuning in or for joining us today. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it very much. Alrighty. Now, 